Hello. Hi. I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. I was going to do, and then my brain went, no, no, you need to come up with something new, something flashy, something brand spanking fresh, hot out of the oven. Brand spanking fresh. Brand pan spanking fresh. What is happening? Anyway, we're two best friends who have been known to rile each other up, feed into each other's nonsense, and commit to the bit. Yeah, uh, routinely and consistently. Yes, but we also talk about unsolved things mysterious things sometimes spooky things sometimes ooky things ooky (laughs) sorry Uh, so welcome and emma where should people go if they want more of this if you want more of this you should go to our website at this podcast doesn't exist dot com dot com you can find everything there i promise i'm getting those transcripts up life is hard y'all and it deleted it on me and now i don't want to do it again but it's gonna happen because i love you so look out for those you can also find all of our socials we mostly live on instagram all of the photos from today's show will be up there so go hang out go check it out go interact with it and let us know you're hanging you can write in there, too. You can mm-hmm. click a little button that says write in and give us a little hurt furt. Let us know you're thinking about us. And anything spooky or ooky that has ever happened to you, please send it to us. Feel free to scare the bejesus out of us. I say that mostly for myself, but also to watch Shannon get scared. So Evil. Uh, unkind. You're fine. You're living. Toughens you up. <laughs> what? I don't appreciate that. <laughs> That's the same mentality of people who are like, oh, just throw your toddler in the pool. (laughs) That'll teach them how to swim really fast. Fair, but also, I don't know. I I, I enjoy, I do not enjoy being scared. I just finished a book that really freaked me out that I couldn't read before bed. But watching other people get, go for just a laugh, go watch Lizzo walk through a haunted house on YouTube. It's great. She's lovely. I love her. But her reactions are just so good mm, makes I, me happy no, no couldn't be me I i'm sure there's some weird like s- malicious thing in my brain that's making like lizard Schadenfreude. person yeah lizard person brain situation but Schadenfreude. any hoozles yeah anything else to share with the class before we begin no okay the, that wasn't a trick question oh. you looked at me like it was a trick question no. it wasn't i was just <laughs> checking checking in all right no i have nothing left to share great so I don't have any really specific reasoning for today's topic. You know, so I, I'd like to tie things in with a theme yeah, or I like know. a, a yeah. lead in or a bit. I don't have that today. Just that this this popped up in my medium recommendations. Oh, here we go. I'm here to tell you about the missing persons case of Bryn Hargreaves. Oh, I haven't heard about this one. Nor had I. Oh, so here we go. Broad-shouldered and standing at six foot two, Hargreaves was well-suited for his first chosen profession, Super League rugby player. Ooh. And the Super League, uh, despite sounding like something out of Mario Kart, is in fact the top tier of English rugby. So they're super. Um, (laughs) The more you know. Oh, Uh, I wish I knew the Mario Kart theme by heart. I don't. I'm sorry. I think it's that. We got there. So, hailing from the town of Wigan, England. Cute. 
He first joined professional rugby as a member of the Wigan Warriors in 2004. In 2007, he shifted over to St. Helens RFC, where he played most often in the prop position. And in case you're wondering what that is, the props are also referred to as bookends sometimes. These players are usually the largest and take on a battering ram type role trying to break through the other team's defensive line. They're propping up their teammates to get them through. Yes. Cute. Sure. I I made that up. I don't know. There's probably an equivalent in, like, American football. I don't know. Probably. I have no clue. Sorry, guys. Welcome to sports ball talk. Sports ball. Um, Go sports ball. In 2010, he made his final shift to the Bradford Bulls, but quit two years later. The Bulls faced a financial and managerial crisis that left Bryn disenchanted with the professional side of the sport. Quote, being a rugby league player is not a very suitable and secure future as it is. But then you see what happened at Bradford and you think, wow, the carpet can really be pulled from beneath me here. We're pieces of meat at the end of the day and we're not treated with much respect, unquote. That's sad. So at the age of 26, he was like, Bye. I'm out. See like it. See you later. Smart decision for your mental health and job security. Yeah. I get that. But the next chapter of his life uh, seemed to come together rather quickly. So he left rugby in 2012 and he traveled to Mexico. Ooh. And guess what happened in Mexico? Uh, he, he drank a lot of tequila and, and, and went to the Island of the Dolls? Um, Maybe for the first one. I don't think for the second one. But he found love oh okay that's better than what i was thinking and maybe the first one maybe Maybe the tequila played a role we don't know we don't know we don't know but so there in mexico he met florida native amy bombard and the two hit it off Mm. and they were married in 2013 cute the next year amy's brother-in-law went on to offer Bryn a job so he and amy moved to pittsburgh pennsylvania oh hey Good times. Our side of the ocean. Yeah. Though the marriage appeared happy to family members and friends of the couple, after four years, they stopped living together. Court documents obtained by the media state that Amy declined to participate in marriage counseling, claiming that their marriage was, quote, irretrievably broken. Oh. Sad. That is very sad. As the couple separated, Amy hired a lawyer, but Bryn chose to act for himself. He declined to oppose the entry of a divorce decree and refused to make any claims for economic relief. A photo of the couple remains on his Facebook page. So, bummer. A friend stated, quote, When Bryn and Amy married, he was so happy. You couldn't wipe the smile off his face. Everyone thought that they had the most beautiful marriage, so it was a huge shock to learn they divorced, unquote. The couple finalized their divorce in 2020, and Bryn moved near Morgantown, West Virginia, where he worked as a gas and oil pipe safety inspector. Okay. He usually made over $500 a day, often working seven days a week. Ooh. It's I say over 500 because all the articles were... Because he's from England, so all yeah. the articles were reporting about him, they were like, he made 422 pounds a day. And I was like... What is that? It's like $506 or something. Okay. His neighbors described him as polite, but stated that they rarely saw him. Hmm. It's believed that Hargreaves suffered from chronic traumatic encephalopathy, or CTE, 
due to his repeated head hits in rugby. Oh. Because they don't wear helmets. That makes sense. So. They've got those weird leather things that they're like, this will keep your head okay. This will do. Um, Unfortunately, it caused him to have seizures that wouldn't go away. Oh. He crashed his Jeep on December 8th, 2021, after having a seizure while driving down the road, which caused him to stop working. Uh, the accident left him with severe back pain and an inability to drive on his own. So he relied on, like, ride chairs, mostly. On January 16th, 2022, downstairs neighbors reported water leaking from Bryn's apartment. Police, when they arrived, found his apartment unlocked and all of his belongings, including his wallet and keys, inside. Although Bryn was nowhere to be found, his shower was still running. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. I really don't like this. No one reported seeing him for the last two weeks. He'd last spoken to his family on January 3rd. Whoa. If you think about it, like, how long was that shower running? For, like, two weeks straight? (laughs) Well, and enough to create... A leak, a, a leak or a flood yeah. or something. Yeah. Good golly. So authorities searched the area using a canine unit, but they were unsuccessful in obtaining any sort of trail. Bryn's mother, Maria Andrews, and his 34-year-old brother, David, flew to West Virginia thanks to Rugby League Cares, which is an organization that supports families and, you know, retirees. People in the rugby community, they paid for the seven-week-long trip. Oh, that's a long time. Well. I mean, I, I would imagine spending as much time as possible. Yeah. But, you know. On February 12th, Morgantown's Mountaineer Area Rescue Group organized a search with over 70 trained search and rescue personnel, 12 canine teams, and numerous volunteers. Unfortunately, they found no sign of missing Bryn Hargreaves. The Mirror reported that numerous CCTV cameras were in the area, but police and the apartment leasing office refused to say if Bryn had been spotted on them at the time of his disappearance. Mm. Three possible sightings of him were reported in March, but nothing came of them. So just bad vibes all around. Like, what? There doesn't seem to be any clear, like... Well, he had a fight with this person two weeks before the last time anybody saw it. Like, there's no clear indication of what could have possibly happened. My fear is that with his head injuries, something happened in terms of, like, a seizure or even potentially, like, hallucinations where he may have taken himself off somewhere, just walked straight out of his house. We just can't find his body. Well... We'll, we'll get to that speculation, okay. Emma. Oh, so I'm not Emma the first. Kiley. <laughs> <laughs> You've cracked the case. <laughs> After initial police efforts revealed nothing about the circumstances of the odd disappearance, Bryn's family members and friends have started to consider other, more ominous circumstances. Mm. Some speculated that perhaps Bryn had, quote, done something to himself. Family members pointed out that the isolation of the COVID-19 pandemic took a toll on Bryn's mental health, especially given that he was new to town and newly divorced. And, like, I can imagine since he's from, what, he's from the UK Mm -hmm. and not being able to go back home 
Yeah. Being essentially even more isolated than the rest of us were. Yeah. That's so sad. But those close to him question this narrative. Bryn's brother, Gareth, 38, said, quote, I think the police thought he'd done something to himself, and that certainly is a possibility that we also fear. But months later, surely a body would have turned up. Yeah. Right? Like, if he had just gone, if he had some sort of psychotic break. He wandered into the woods. Like, the canines couldn't find anything. Like, his, he couldn't drive. So, like, yeah. his car was still wherever it was. Like, his keys were in his place. You're not going to get that far, right? Like, Unless you somehow hitchhike in the year 2022, which... Or, yeah, or, like, did somebody take advantage of the fact that he was clearly, like, not in his right mind? I don't I know. Just... And if his shower was on, was he about to hop into the shower? Was this man running around naked? I don't know. Or in boxer shorts, just, like... I don't know. In February... Or January. January. And we had a bunch of snow. We did. In early 2022. I remember that. We took a bet on it at work. No one won anything. It wasn't like gambling, but like, I didn't win. <laughs> That's all I remember. Well, she clearly remembers that. Yeah. In a later interview, his brother further denied this narrative. Quote, he really struggled with his mental health. We tried to get him to come home so many times. He kept saying he was planning to in the new year. I spoke to him just before Christmas, and that was the plan. The last people to speak to him on January 3rd were me and my brother, and he seemed fine, unquote. So, like, they FaceTimed him, and everything seemed chill. Like, he was planning to make plans to come back to the UK. Yeah. Some of Bryn's friends spoke to the Mirror anonymously, fearing retribution from those potentially involved in Bryn's disappearance. Oh, no. Quote, there's just no way I could see he'd ever do anything to harm himself. As soon as the news emerged that Bryn had vanished, I immediately thought of those capable of causing him harm. Many of us know them. In the industry we work in, it's run like the mob. Not just pipes, but concrete boots are a trade tool if someone stands in the way of the wrong guys. Bryn didn't allow anyone to cut corners, which may have upset some. I have a strong opinion over who that may be, unquote. Okay. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> Sorry. Get there. Another friend of the rugby player said he would never accept Bryn would har harm himself. He said, quote, he was strong both physically and mentally. Of course, people suffer in silence and Bryn may have, but I can't believe he would do something to himself. I hope the police are looking further into his private life. There must be something in that. And... The mirror basically claimed, like, they gave us names, but we don't feel comfortable, like, publishing them. I mean, because that's fair. that's you know, libel, slander. Which one is it? One oh. of those. <laughs> Speculations. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Blanket. Blanket, blanket, blanket. blanket. <laughs> Quote, the police have investigated it quite thoroughly, but I feel now it needs someone to get into the nitty gritty of Bryn's personal life, his brother Gareth said in another interview. The family has launched a website dedicated to finding Bryn. It's linked in the show notes if you want to go look. Five months after his disappearance, they launched a GoFundMe page to raise funds to hire private investigators. And this is what the blurb on the page said. Our goal is to raise 20,000 pounds to fund private investigators to look into Bryn's disappearance. 
All monies donated will principally be used to fund the investigation into his disappearance. The fund balance may be used in repatriation if the worst is found. Some monies may need to be used for legal expertise in sorting and protecting Bryn's assets, with my mum potentially needing to go back over to the U.S. to do so. Any remaining balance will be donated to Rugby League Cares to continue their great work in the aftercare of players and generally within the Rugby League community, unquote. Okay. And I couldn't find that page, so I don't think it's live anymore. I mean, if they met their goal, then... Yeah. And I think one of the articles stated that they had gone ahead and, like, hired some private investigators, but there weren't really any... Other details. There weren't a lot. Most of the updates I saw were early to mid-2022. Okay. And then a little quote. The ultimate goal is to have Bryn back and give him a big hug. His other brother, David, told the press... The case remains open for the Monagalia County (laughs) Sheriff's Office, but they have yet to find any conclusive leads. You can view photos of Bryn on our Instagram and on the Find Bryn Jack website, including the distinctive family crest tattoo that he has on his arm. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Bryn Hargreaves, you can contact the Sheriff's Office. Get your pen. Get ready. At 304-291-7260. And that's it. Not a ton of information. We have a couple theories. Okay. You know, that either it was a mental health situation or some concrete oil guys that were ticked off about not being able to cut corners. But... The case, yeah, he he has a profile up on the um, National Missing and Unidentified Persons System, and he is marked as missing, so I take that to mean that the case is still open, but they don't really have any conclusive anything. I can imagine it's really hard to find leads when, I mean, obviously the police department that's there has probably exhausted the majority of their leads and uh, searches because what are you, searching the same place 15 times yeah. might get you something, but is that a good use of resources? Is there something else that could be done? But then for his family to be over in the UK mm-hmm. and them spearheading the search, it reminds me a little bit of the Dutch hikers situation mm. where – their parents were so adamant about having it solved, finding their girls, and ultimately didn't that didn't necessarily happen. Granted, very different situation yeah. in terms of area alone. But yeah, that's really sad. I and just, it's so recent. Well, and I don't like I like we said there was snow happening, so I wonder if that like affected the efficacy of the dog search because like a lot of the times dogs like they'll at least catch a scent and then if it ends you're like oh that person got in a car they like got in a vehicle and that's why they just like disappear but you know if he disappeared on the third or you know somewhere in there and then he was gone for like two weeks and then they started looking like but yeah i'm interested to know why it took two weeks for anyone to notice well, Especially was, if he's working seven days a week. But he wasn't. 
Because he, in December, he got in the oh, car accident. Right. So he wasn't expected at work. He was single. He didn't have any connections, any the, yeah. appointments or anything. And his neighbors were used to not seeing him. Yeah. Like if I were gone, no one in my building would know because we don't see we each don't other. Communicate. Yeah. We don't. I mean, my downstairs neighbors might notice because I, I they wouldn't quieter, hear me, but yeah. they wouldn't. I doubt they would, like, report something. Like, I wouldn't think to report something if my upstairs neighbors magically got quiet. Yeah. You know? So, I don't think it's necessarily, like, nefarious that it no. took a while. But it's just a it, it was just the detail of the shower. Like, when I read that in the, I think it was in the headline of, like, you know, I get an email from Medium that's like, you may be interested in reading these essays. Or and you're these, like, these pieces. Yes, I, I was like, what? what's happening like it's just so eerie it is because that's it someone in the act of living yeah so and i mean this is morbid to think about but i'd much prefer water damage being the indicator that something happened to my upstairs neighbor than like i feel like there was a girl on tiktok who had like maggots in her <gasps> yes, I lighting this. fixture because she's like yo the my upstairs neighbor is straight up dead i'm pretty sure and they aren't doing a welfare check and now yeah this is how i was like oh god i'm moving i'm burning down the building <laughs> like ah goodbye yeah. i would be gone there would be no way uh, i'd be like no you need to get up in there <laughs> like landlord somebody somebody not me yeah but yeah so sorry I, I also, I was, like, halfway through this research when I was, like, oh, shoot, I already did, like, a, I mean, it's not a missing person's case, but it's, like, an unsolved recent yeah. thing. But I was, like, uh, because we peek behind the curtain, y'all. Like, we record two at a time, like, every other week. So, by the time it's time to do this again, it's been a while since we've done it. It's so been a minute. I forget. And then, like, I listen to our older episodes. So, in my brain... My uh, Lauren Smith Fields was yeah. a lot longer ago, further away. So sorry that it's a bummer. Um, hopefully next week Emma will have something a little bit lighter for us. I think um, you'll enjoy next week. You know, maybe I'll come back with I don't know a, a national a, treasure situation. Yeah, some something, kind. some stolen Nazi art thing, yeah. or you know, a ship or some something. Let's, I'll figure it out. Let's do it. I'm into that. That sounds fun. I did have another one that I was like, ooh. And I was like, I can't do the research in time. Like, I to do it justice, I have to start Give it some time. more uh, further ahead. So That's fair. perhaps I will get my act together for once. That's fair. And do it. Would we like to switch vibes and ask a first date question? <laughs> sure. Great. What, you mean me saying I prefer water damage to maggots wasn't a first date question? Which would you prefer? Which, how would you like to be mysteriously informed that your upstairs neighbor has died? Um, why am I single? I don't know. That's not the reason. That no, I would never. I would never. <laughs> not on the first date, anyway. No, that's like. I'd tell them about Mount Everest, though. Yeah, that's definitely a third date situation. Can and have. Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of a first date question. I think this would be fun if you ask, like, would you rather questions okay. rather than, like, do you want kids? What kind of house do you want to live in? What's you your play, family You like? just play mash with, with your first date. Yeah. <laughs> on essentially, a napkin. <laughs> that sounds like fun. 
Yeah, come on, married lady. Give me some first date advice. Let's go. I'm the last person you want first date advice from. Oh, I know. I was yelling at Angie yesterday for the same thing. I was like, no, you don't get to. No. Sorry. You're a little passenger princess. Yeah, no, I know my place. (laughs) I know my place. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Would you rather be in jail for five years or in a coma for a decade? Oh. Um, I mean, my anxiety would prefer a coma because the politics of jail is scary. Fair. Potentially. Fair. As an uninformed, um, unhardened criminal. That's fair. We're, I'm thinking like very minor crime. Like tax evasion. Low, yeah, some very low okay. uh, like orange security is the new black. situation. Well, so my anxiety says coma, but then the the toxic productivity part of me is like... I could read so many books. <laughs> I could read so many books or like I could learn a language. I could get a master's degree. Although, let me get on my soapbox real quick. I read an article last week slash fairly recently, time is made up, that was talking about how limited educational opportunities for incarcerated women specifically are. And it filled me with rage, as many things do these days. It's fine. It made me mad. So you should write a letter to your elected officials and be like, hi, just because there are fewer women's prisons, there are fewer and they're usually further away Mm because legally, I think the rule is like, universities are only required it might be like state universities i don't remember the specifics but like a certain whichever bracket of university is only required to offer those services if it's within a certain mileage so the fact that a lot of women's prisons are rural yeah means that prisons can just or that schools can just be like well that's too far away so we don't have to make an effort like it took one woman 10 years to get a bachelor's degree because she was like the only student or if students want to take classes that are not at their facility, they have to go somewhere else. But that means they get strip searched four times. Oh, once on the way out, once on the way in, once on the way out of the one they're visiting, and once on the way back into the, their home facility. So a lot of inmates are like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. So you really have to be like Dedicated really wanting way. it. Yeah. but. It just That's, made me mad. I was wow. like, wow, more inequality that I, you know, privilegedly wasn't aware of. And now that I have read it, I'm like, well, no, duh. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, look into your state or even usually county government situations when it comes to jails because a lot of the time they have literacy programs mm-hmm. that you're able to donate books to yeah so if you have books that you know that you're not going to read and they're in good condition yeah don't give them messed up books please that's yeah. just mean and you're able to donate them or at the very least send in a list of i have these books and they will tell you what they yeah. will take and what they won't because they have some of the programs have more specific got like they'll only take paperbacks not exactly. hardcovers yeah there's certain like subject matter that like they don't take thrillers or romances because those are like incendiary yeah topics but, but they're always looking yeah. for like i mean all of my norton anthology my english mm-hmm. norton anthologies i'm sure i don't read them yeah so giving so, them to a literacy program is useful because those are things that people can use exactly to get their degrees or get their GD, uh, geds yeah 
my, my brain said GRE, but that's the test that you take to get into grad school. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Just something so you, to think about. I th- So, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, assuming... I don't know. Maybe assuming, I'll, maybe I'll say prison. That, I'll say, get ripped and I'll go. be so well read. Assuming that the... I'll like, be able to do like three whole pull-ups. There you go. Oh, so ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah. set your goal low and overachieve. That's what there I say. There we go. That sounds great. But yeah, I say, you know, as long as your crime wasn't like murder, yeah. then you might be able to do that. Yeah, I I don't know. I prison's really stressful. Though. It is stressful. I don't imagine anyone. Nobody wants to be there. Well, that's not true. I feel like. Well, in there some are instances, there are some people. There was a there was a man who got himself arrested because he had he was his liver was failing, oh. and in order to be or his kidneys were failing, and so in order to be on dialysis to have health to have health to have care and to be able to eat because he couldn't work. Yeah. He well, was like he got himself I mean, or he shoplifted on purpose, like armed robbery. And he was like, great, now I have dialysis. It's, I mean, welcome to America. How messed up that, mm. like, and we disenfranchise incarcerated people yeah. so much that, like, even you know, even when they get out, they, they can't vote. They It's hard for them to find jobs. So, like, yeah, obviously this is us just kind of speaking from speculation because we are not in this situation. But, yeah, if I had to pick between life on a living on the street and a place where i have a bed and guaranteed meals every day that yeah you know that's regardless of everything else that comes with it yeah those those two key things for survival you're like yeah that sounds good anyway this is sorry. not what the uh sorry about this rant. the episode was about but yeah. we should be doing better guys yeah. we we america there's a quote from the newsroom that's like, America rates number one in two areas. And it's like the number of incarcerated people per capita or like per square mile and the number of adults that believe in angels. Yeah. How I, also, I don't think that's a quote from the newsroom. I think it's like, like a real life thing. Well, no, 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 no. Like but like statistic. they brought it up. Oh, that's oh, why I, see, I, I know it. Okay, okay. Like I, they, yeah, I don't think they were inventing data, but no. But anyway, yeah, what about you, Emma? Would you go to jail or would you be in a coma where I have to fix your eyebrows for coma. you? <laughs> Absolutely freaking coma. You're like, I just, I really could use a nap. <laughs> I could, re- one, I could really use a nap. Uh, Two, we know that even with my toxic productivity, I still wouldn't do it if given five years to do it. So <laughs> you'd, be well like, you'd be like, oh, decade. I'm getting released two weeks from now. I'll finally finish this book. <laughs> I'll finally start going to the gym. I mean, Hi, not both of us doing our starting and finishing our research um this morning before we recorded. Yesterday. Oh, I started. <laughs> okay, actually, technically, I started it on Wednesday, but okay, I know. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, write in <laughs> if you have an opinion about anything, but uh, if you want to answer our first date question, go ahead. If you have a if you have a would you rather. That yeah. you would like us to ask yes. each other or you we, would like to ask us. Yes. Send we, it along. We will answer that. But yeah, we love you. And remember, this podcast doesn't exist. I thought you were going to say it. That's why I was waiting. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a clever outro and it just wasn't. You you are clever. Don't worry. Clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs>